It's Showtime, and I am Mika. I'm Rick. It's time for Moments with Mika. And what a perfect song to begin it with. Let's say goodbye to all of the negativity, um, all of the down thoughts, and let's say goodbye to worrying about other people's business. Yeah, man, yo, business. Yes, to sh- today's show is all focused on focusing on yours and yours only. Yes, minding your business. Uh, be it your business or your business. Period, period. Mind it. <laughs> Double entendre. So, literally, if you have a business, learning how to focus on your business, your customer service, um, provide the best service that you could actually have. Absolutely. Then at the same time... Mind your business. Yes, not <laughs> thinking about what the next person is doing and how they're getting the things that they're getting, but minding what you got going on in your life. So, you know, I, I'm really feeling the topic, Matt, your business. Uh, it's been a lot of things going on. Um, first thing I really feel that, well, before we dive into it, how was your week, me? Actually, my <laughs> week was pretty good. Um, I went back over the Book of Job, like we talked about, and okay. I, that's actually how I discovered this topic. Okay. Um, when, um, I'm not sure if anybody is Fred Job that's listening, but basically... Um, Job was a man in the Bible that was like really blessed. Um, everything around him was really blessed and he really tried to stay away from sin. So, um, in this book, Satan and God had, had kind of had a discussion and and Satan was just basically telling him like, I can make him curse your name. Right. I can give, if you give me a chance, I can make you curse your name. I got my own views on that. Right. And it's basically like everything around Job started happening, just going wrong. Kids died, land was messed up, everything. And Job's friends came over. I think it was like three or four of his friends, I believe. I think it was like three. Came over, they had a discussion, and all his friends were saying, like, you know, it's something that you did. You did something wicked, you know. And we got those friends that try to... You know, picking our lives and find out, well, you did something. What did you did, do something, to deserve this? Something. Right. And basically, um, Joe was talking about, like, how it's not fair. How is so other people that's doing stuff that's mad heinous and mad crazy, and they still can get blessed. And he's sitting here trying to live his life right, and this is happening to him. So as they trying to figure out why all this stuff is happening, God came through and let him know, like, yo, basically, mind your business. Why does it matter how I'm blessing the next person? Like, can you do what I do? Do you have the capacity and the power to do what I do? Feel me? So that's how I came up with this. Like, you know, we really do have to learn how to mind our business. Well, looking at my week, this is how we, uh, we seen the flip side of that coin. Mind your business. I've been working with some people who, uh, talk about, you know, the setbacks of being a black business owner. Um, but they're not taking a look at being a business owner. Not a black business owner. Being a business owner, period, has its set of obstacles and its set of trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. The one thing you have to do is tend to your business or mind your business. Right. Uh, Make sure that you have your ducks in a row. You have everything in order. Be uh, punctual. Be uh, informative. Mm -hmm. If you're working with other people, be able to communicate. Because all of these things equate to, you know, negative business running. Mm-hmm. If you have a customer asking you a question about your direct product, not the history of the other products that you use, but your direct product, I don't know, shouldn't be, it should be acceptable. Yeah. This is your product. This is your baby. Like, 
If you walked in and your baby had a cut on them, you're going to be like, oh, I don't know where that came from. CPS is trying to take your kid for that now. So, like, you must mind your business. Right. So, I think this is a very good show to really just sit back and focus and listen to because you could always... Um, discover something even if you don't actually have a business maybe you're considering maybe taking adventure in life and uh, starting something new it's something to really thinking about before you actually start investing money investing time some right. things that you really need to sit down and discuss with yourself before you take that next step so or if you nosy um man your business <laughs> <laughs> so sit back enjoy the show lots of information is about to come up to you next all right, Rick, so hit us with this information about businesses. All right, so uh, right now, a lot of business owners, uh, we're we're seeing a big upturn in black business movements. Um, so with a lot of black business owners coming out uh, and talking about how hard it is to actually get uh, your people to support you, uh, we got to take a look at a few things that we want to make sure that we do hit the nail on the head with. Right. Um, first thing is being professional. Uh, running your business like it's a black-owned business uh, tends to give it like that air that you don't care about some aspect or some part mm-hmm. or that your business is less than. Run your business like a business. This right. is your business. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Chinese, or whatever. Run your business like you need to run your business. Right. Make sure you know the ins and outs of your business. What you don't know, you will pay for. Mm-hmm. So pay for it. <laughs> pay for what you don't know so that you don't have to pay for it later. Nice. The little things that make you look unprofessional is what can actually be those things that is stopping people from supporting you. Right. So looking at... The things you can do to make your business look more professional, more marketable, uh, definitely want to make sure we dive on that. Mm-hmm. And stop cursing everybody for like having questions. That's Ask true. somebody like really go hard on me about like why you want to know that because it's a question. That's true. It's a basic question. That's I didn't true. ask like you know what's the secret process for the way you put things together. Just want to know, is it any strawberries in it? Right. <laughs> you know what? I think that's um, one thing that we really got to focus on. Because I be, like when I first we first started out, started doing everything. I just thought generally that people was gonna support me just because you know, like I'm starting a business. You know, right. trying to be a black entrepreneur. I'm starting, so support me. You know, and it really took time to like actually discover like people not just going to support you just because like you're right. starting a business everybody's trying to start a, a business <clears throat> and one thing i had to discover is you got to give a, pe- a person a reason to want to support you Absolutely. you have to have a meaning behind everything so i had to discover like you know why am i really doing this Right. Why should you really listen to my show other than other people's show? Why should you really buy my hoodie, you know, versus everyone else's hoodie? Right. So it's, it's something that you really got to focus on because everyone is not going to support you. Like, I honestly, my feelings was hurt when I first started off and I didn't get the, like, support that I thought that I was going to get from certain people. Right. And it was like I wasn't looking for support from other people. I was looking for support from people that's actually been in my life. And when I wasn't really getting that, it really hurt my feelings. But it's like, why should they, you know, why should they support me? Because they've been around my life this whole time. I mean, that's a good reason to support a person. That is a very good reason to. But it's not necessarily going to always happen. See, and that is another error that we fall into when it comes to black businesses. 
it's not just the business owner, it's the people around them. Well, you know, that's my cousin. You're supposed to give me a hookup. Or I know a person who know you. You're supposed to give me a hookup. No, it's a business. Do you walk into Macy's just looking for a hookup because you I know do. somebody that worked there? I do. Everywhere I go, I'm telling you, I ask, you got a coupon? You got a discount? You got oh, a family discount? A coupon, a discount, things like that. Mm-hmm. But don't think I'm just giving you the store, give you a little bit off, and then you like, oh, that's the best you can do? Find it somewhere else for this price. Yeah, see, I'm willing to work with people and negotiate, and I, maybe it's just the beginning stage. Like, I, I will really work with a person, but I, I'm at the point where I'm not going to work to the point where I'm not making right. you know, and that's anything. The thing. People don't want to hear, this shirt is $20. Why is this shirt $20? Because I have to do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And because I'm giving you a discount, the shirt is going to be, what, 10 I made nothing off this shirt. Mm-hmm. Except for you have one. Mm-hmm. They and don't want to hear that, so it can't be 8 Bro. <laughs> I mean, it may, but it's a part of negotiation, which I don't have a problem with. But one thing that we also got to focus on is our timing. Right. The time. Like, etiquette is like, you don't, if I'm coming to have an appointment with you, like, and this happens a lot when women get their hair done serious. and their nails done. Like, I got my makeup done one time, right? And I was on my way to um, Vegas, literally. Like, I waited for this guy for 45 minutes. And I was about to be late for my flight. And this lady was, like, calling him, like, where you at? You know, you got a client here. He's like, oh, I'm on my way, I'm on my way the whole time, 45 minutes. Finally get there, does my makeup, didn't give me no discount. I almost missed my whole flight. And I told myself, I will never, ever work with him again, no matter how good he did my makeup. Because it's a timing thing. And I think, like, for me, and I maybe it's just me, I feel like it's real disrespectful. Like, if I'm Absolutely. coming to you to get some services and you're late, yes, you, I deserve a discount. Because I'm coming to you Not to do it. Not just that. Like, that gives black business owner as a whole a black eye. Because, like... Why are you late? It's not that I came and I told you the appointed time. You set an appointment with me. So we both agreed on this time. Mm -hmm. I managed to get here. Mm -hmm. And you making the money. Why can't you be here? But then it's the the way you handle things like that also. Exactly. Because some people, either they don't address it. Mm -hmm. They just feel like, well, it's whatever. No, this is my time. It's not whatever. I can't get that back. They don't sell time nowhere. So, like, you're wasting something very valuable. Mm-hmm. Two, they get an attitude that you mad. Why are you mad that I'm mad? You had me waiting. Mm-hmm. Like, where can you be mad that you had me waiting? All right. Well, I had things going on. Just let me know. It is as simple as things is going on, but I know I have an appointment. Hey, yo, I know we got to, we said we was going to meet at this time. I got this happening. You ain't got to go in detail. I got some things that came up. I'll be there at this time. Is that cool? Now, it leaves the ball in my court to make a decision if I can work with the time adjustment. Right. But you're no longer at fault. Right. Something came up. You let me know well before time, mm-hmm. and I decided if I wanted to wait or not. Now, if I decide I want to wait, now you have a reason to have an attitude if I'm complaining about how long I waited. I told you I was going to be late. Didn't I? Mm-hmm. You agreed. We established a new time. You decided to come here and wait. We had a new time. That's true. But it's the business owner at a, as a whole who's not reaching out, who feel like 
they don't have to communicate with the customer. Right. These are the things that makes and break your business. It is. Because it's okay not to have. There's plenty of stores you go to who don't have the stuff that you, you're looking for. Right. You go to Walmart, they run out of stuff all the time. Macy's run out of stuff all the time. The difference is when you ask about it, they give you either a time frame when they're going to have it back in stock. Mm-hmm. They let you know, hey, this is what's happening. This is why it's not here. They communicate something with you. Right. When you don't communicate with a person, it gives off the image that you don't care. Right. And if you don't care about your customer, then why would I do business with you? Exactly. I mean, one thing for me, and um, this is something to really take an account for, when I'm doing an order or anything like that, or like when I'm doing a show, like I treat it not as if it's my last, but if it's the most important thing, or the most important show or the most important hoodie that I got to make. Right. Because I don't know who's going to, this per, where this person is going to wear this hoodie at. Right. They can wear it somewhere else and somebody can see it and say, yo, what is that? I need that for Fashion Week in New York. Or they right. can listen. You could be listening to a show. You don't know who around listening. Like, yo, raising out the window. What you listening to? Right. Like, who is that speaking? Yo, they dropping some real gems. So what I'm saying is, like, for your business, treat everything like it's way important because you don't know how it's going to encounter with the next person. You don't know how it's going to influence. Gonna exactly. So it's like you're always five people away from the person that you really need to get in contact with right. or you really need to address. So it's like you have to treat everything. You plan it out. The most important thing is stop writing stuff in your phone. Write it down with a pen. Like, if you write stuff down with a pen, oh, you remember. like, psychologically, yeah, it does something else. Like, when you actually start writing things down, it does something else because you actually see what you're doing and you're actually making the action of writing it down. Like, okay, I need to do this at 1030. Right. I need to do this at 12 o'clock. I have no time for this, so I need to do this. Like, it actually programs, like, something in your head. Like, okay, I need to Absol- take this a absolutely. lot more serious. But it's something, like, that's very important in businesses. And I had to learn that, like, I had to learn, like, no matter if I'm sick or how I'm feeling, if I'm going to do something, I have to do it the right way. Because I do not, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know where the person is going with the information that we're giving out. That's why I be careful with, like, some of the things that I say on the show or be careful how I make my hoodies because it's very important. Because, like, once you get to where you're going, people are going to dig this stuff up. They're going to dig it up, and they're going to bring it back. Kevin hurts you. Yeah, they're going to bring it back (laughs) and show screenshots or show recordings. So that's why I try to... you say it. Exactly. So that's why I try to make sure that I'm on touch with everything that I'm saying, and I'm confident with everything that I'm saying, because when it comes back to it, I want to still be like, okay, I still have that same belief. Maybe I've upgraded my thinking. Maybe I'm more mature in this phase, but I still believe what I said to be true. You know? On the flip side of that... um... We've already accepted that. We do a lot of growing here. Yeah. We do a lot of growing here. So if you bring up something I said four weeks ago and be like, oh, well, that wasn't progressive. Well, I'm still growing. Right. There's a lot of things that you don't see like little babies do that they will be able to do when they're three, four, and five. So, you know, let me grow. It is. So am I going to be sympathetic for anything somebody dig up? Probably not. I learned. I grew past it. And I don't make that same mistake anymore. Exactly. It's just a part of the process. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, just just write it down. Like, as we're learning this stuff about our business, it's like, it's good to share it. Like, I feel like writing down and doing different things. Like, that's why I used to draw out my designs instead of, like, you know, doing it on the computer. I like to draw it out so I can see it. And I can be the first person to actually touch it and see it on paper so I know... 
how I want it to be on a t-shirt or how I want it to be on a hoodie. And that's just like the beginning phase. So whatever you do, just write it all down. Like I literally, I still have a check written out for July the 3rd of 2027 of how much money that I will have to cash out of my account. No matter what, I have this check. I have a notebook where I've written down my business plans, my phase one, my phase two, my phase all five phases. I've written down everything and everything that I have to stop doing, everything that I have to pull away, and things that I have to do. I have that all written down. Like It's good to have it in your phone, but when you write it down and you can go back to it, even it's if actually your phone good. Get erased. Yeah, even if your phone gets erased, it might come back, but it's always good to actually go back to where you began in yeah. school, writing stuff down. It's, it's good to go back to that. And if you're a service-based business, you must, you must, you must have some sort of calendar, some sort, some sort of appointment keeping system. Yeah. Not just you was gonna remember. Because if you don't have it written down, or if you don't have it somewhere, like that's showing a, a, a mild lack of professionalism. Mm. Because if a person come up, yeah, you may remember all of your appointments, but it's always going to boil down to that one you forget. Yeah. It's going to make a lasting impression. Yeah. Uh, no matter what retail store I worked at, they always, always, always said one negative interaction can reach 20 people. It can. It can. In no time. It really can. Where a hundred positive interactions may not reach but five people. That's true. People are either not going to talk about their positive experiences or they're just going to keep it to themselves. That's true. Because I think I'm order myself. They're going to tell everybody about negative experience. Yeah. Everybody. They're going to be like, oh, you never believe what they did to me. <laughs> it gets around like wildfire. Negativity travels. It does. It does. Because I actually forgot to order myself. Like when I was first beginning, like I forgot a whole order. Like I felt so bad. But it's like, it happens. Yeah. Like if you're not organized, it'll definitely happen. And then one thing that you have to like really take into consideration you're, this is your business, so you know more information than the next person. So you have to right. have patience. Like, when I worked for Apple, I had to learn, like, yo, I have to have patience. Because people do not know. Like, some, it was literally people that would call and tell me, how do you turn off an iPhone? Like, it doesn't turn off. The screen goes black. But as soon as I touch it, it turns right back on. How do I shut it all the way down? So right. sometimes you really have to be patient with people because they really don't know. They're not asking these questions just to be like... I want to see what you're going to say. They really just... That's what made that job easier. The moment you understand that you are the only one who understands, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't be calling you if they knew. Right. So, since they don't know, why are you talking to them like they know? Yep. I'm going to use some set words. If you don't get what those mean, we're going to bring it down a little bit. We're going to start using these words. Mm -hmm. If you can't figure out what I'm talking about when I say the home button... I'll go all the way down to the belly button of the phone. Yeah. Oh, that thing. Wow. Yeah, no, because like you a lot really of people don't know. Yeah, you really got to break it down, and you really have to be patient, like with anything in your business. And then you also have to just be careful of the things that you share as well with your Absolutely. business, because you can't share all your information or anything like that. Like, um, I had to learn. Like that's the difference between a customer and a competitor. Yeah, like I learned that. Like I 
did a lot of research and it's a lot of research that I had to do to like start the businesses. And it's like, I started sharing, you know, the information that I knew, like, you know, I don't mind sharing like how to create a podcast. Like, cause you know, that's not even an issue. Um, but it was a lot of stuff that I was sharing, like a lot that I was learning when it came to like the t-shirt business. And I had people ask me, well, what do I do this? And what do I do this? And I'm like, listen, I spent weeks and weeks researching this. Like, you gotta, like, if you really want it, you gotta go out and get it. I can't give you every single thing, but you really have to do your part about it, too. So, you gotta be careful, also, the information that you share. Absolutely. And this is something, that is something definitely I've been learning. I've been looking at, um, like, it's a guy I work with a lot. And I'm like, man, what has been our biggest hiccup? Our biggest hiccup is when you work and you give all of your work away. Yeah. When you give all of your work away, what purpose do you serve at that point? Yeah. You don't provide a service. You didn't get paid for the service. You don't provide anything other than a bunch of free information. Yeah. So, absolutely, it's going to go south. So, that right there is not saying be stingy with information. I was about to say, yeah, it's not being stingy, but... But you got to understand the difference between good information and giving away your whole business model. Right. And then also, like, I guess this really all plays into the same thing of minding your business and, like, in your life as well. Like, all business is not your business, right? So, like, this is in your personal life. Like, it's certain information that you shouldn't really be asking for or asking about. Like, I've... I've noticed, and I can I always use me as an example because I don't want to speak on other people, but I know for certain that there was times. Business. Yeah, it's not none of my business, but it was certain times that I would like literally be upset and crying and praying like, God, like yo, I'm trying to do everything right right now. How is it that such and such is doing this, this, and this, and they reaping all this? And I'm sitting over here trying to do the right thing, and you ain't doing nothing for me. What's up? Because you ain't minding your business. Exactly. That's, exactly. But I'm saying, you like. You had all that free time to see what they doing. Exactly. While they was just doing it. Exactly. They was handling their business. You don't know what little things go into people handling their business. Mm-hmm. So while you minding their business, you're missing the key things you should be doing. Exactly. To send yours forward. Yep. Then that's the reason why, like, I always try to make sure that I'm, like, taking a break from social media i don't spend as much time on there anymore because it's like i understand that we're keeping up with each other but we're sharing too much and that's causing other people to try to man our business and be in our business and know what we're doing in our business it's like we've always been taught by our grandparents don't tell your right hand what your left hand is doing or something like that i think that's the quote i've heard that before yeah but it's like when you share too much you're telling people your next plans and all your plans and you really got to be careful because instead of focusing on themselves they'll start focusing on you so tearing down your business yeah first it's tearing down your next move yeah um tearing down your your aspirations yeah uh putting roadblocks in front of you Mm -hmm. uh because a lot of people was a a a me 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 first kind of people yeah so i mean which is not anything like really wrong with that but to to a certain extent yeah. When me first means getting in somebody else's way or making sure you destroy somebody else. Right, so you they should don't never have there. to sabotage somebody. Right. If it's me you. first, it's me first. Right. And I realized when I stopped minding people's business, social media started getting less and less interesting. Right. right. Like, I found myself minding somebody else's business sometime last week. They put up a new picture. It was a whole different style from what they normally post. Mm-hmm. I jumped on and said, hey, that's not what you normally post. You good? 
They didn't respond. You think I kept minding their business? No, I moved on with life. If you're going through something, hey, you know I'm here to talk, but I'm going to keep it moving. Right. Because I can't force you to talk. Right. If this is your new career path, you right. want to do, you know, uh, Instagram modeling. I was about to say. Do your thing. Yeah. Hey, look. You know what? And it's crazy because we were just talking about that. Like, minding other people's business has become a business. It is. It's a job. Like, you know, the whole, I ain't trying to throw no shade or anything. That's exactly what they're doing. But, you know, like, yeah, it's rooms on social media that's set up that minds other people's business and <laughs> displays it on there. I like how you did that, too. You like how I did that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's rooms but, that, that does that on yeah. Instagram. So, yeah, definitely. Um, minding other people's business has become a major industry. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, the more negativity you can find on somebody else, the more, money. The more you can make. Yeah. So, like, really, minding, keeping your business off the internet, one, keeps you in a safe place. Right. But once you get to a certain level, then you got to try to keep business out your front yard. People be hanging off your gate. Yeah. Uh, like the picture with um, Janet at the pool. Like, somebody got paid big money off of that. And no one actually thought to ask, how did you get this picture? Right. You were hanging from a tree, mm-hmm. dangling over this woman's backyard, mm-hmm. trespassing on her private time, mm-hmm. minding her business mm-hmm. to try to make a couple dollars. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's certain things. Like, when you see that you got to go through the going to a post and see who's liking it. Go to the likes and see the names of the people that's liking it and see if they liked it, if they loved it, if they laughed at it, or if they put the angry face. Like, that's just doing the most. See this face I got right here? I'm telling you, it's I'm telling doing you, the most. I don't care that much. I, and I've learned. I see something to, I like, I double tap, I keep scrolling. That's true. I probably ain't going to go back to it unless something sparks the memory and right. it correlates to something else I'm doing. Right. Whatever you're doing on your social business, is what you're doing. As a matter of fact, if it don't have a picture with it, I probably didn't read it. Yeah. So I look, be like, oh, that's a nice picture. Double tap. Oh, that's not a nice picture. Keep scrolling. And I only do that about five minutes a week. I think uh, last week it was <coughs> two hours for the week. Because, you know, like iPhones now, they tell you how long you yeah, get certain things. So I think it's like two hours of social media last week. Mm-hmm. And that includes like business and pleasure. Yeah, and it's like, it's not, we're not saying like, yo, get away from social media completely, no, move away from all. it, but it's like, it's taking a break. Like, I actually convinced um, one of my Facebook friends, because I got back on Facebook, I convinced them like, yo, he was like, yo, you, you took your break, how do you feel now? And I'm like, I feel a lot better. Like, I took a spiritual break, I had to take time for me, just, you know, more discovering me time. Right. And I was like, it, it was very enlightening. And I was like, you should try it. And he was like, you know what? I actually will do it. And it's like, I was like, you know, just take your break and just take time for you. And just really just sit there and think about your plan of what you really want to do. Like, we're getting to the end of the year. Like, right. I didn't even know how close we were to the one-year anniversary of the show. Like, time is moving by fast, right? Absolutely. And mine and other people... You're wasting time. It's like time, time. It's a lot of time. And it's crazy because time is moving so fast that you know how when your grandma used to tell you that you're living in the last days? We're finally able to we're see. that. I would say we're finally able to start seeing what our grandparents was talking about. Like we're finally able to see a business in Wisconsin where everyone now has to chip in their hand. They don't have badges anymore to get into their job. They have to chip in their hand. All they have to do is scan their hand now. And they can pay with their hand. 
they can get stuff out the vending machine with their hand and they can get into their job with their hand like we're living in this day now so to waste time is crazy because it's like you don't know how much time we got right so, so now looking at that this is something like in the 90s where they were talking about this whole little barcode thing mm-hmm. and how they were going to start barcoding people mm-hmm. well think about this um, you're not born with a chip in your hand but you're integrating technology into your, your actual body, your mm-hmm. person. Now, chips use the general same principles. Mm-hmm. Uh, most chips have the same principles. Mm-hmm. Now, unless you built the chip, they're going to tell you what's not in the chip, what's not working on the chip. Like they told you it wasn't radio chip in your phone. There's no radio on your phone. And then now they're telling you, oh, we can activate the radio in your phone. Right. Later on, it's going to be a bunch of scare tactics that takes up the need to activate a new sector in a chip mm-hmm. that shouldn't be there in the first place. Right. There's no tracking. But if this chip is in your hand and you're using your card and things like that, guess what? We know where you're at. Right. I, th- I mean, I believe it's true. I seen Archangel, um, the yeah, episode of Black <laughs> Mirror. If y'all watch Black Mirrors <laughs> on Netflix, look at the episode. It's called Archangel. And it's where the mother... And, like, embedded a chip in her daughter. And, basically, she can, like, stop her daughter from seeing anything negative, anything that could be um, destructive, anything that could be scary to her. She could edit everything. She could see what her daughter is intaking. So, like, any juice, any medicine, any drugs. It's crazy. Like, it's already in there. But it's, like, these movies and these TV shows is showing us what's to come like absolutely it's a prediction of what is going to actually start manifesting around us and if we waste time it's like that's going to start happening and we're going to be sitting here like well dang i was too busy minding somebody else's business right but a lot of people think of it like oh no you're just being a conspiracy theorist no things are created based off of one it started as somebody's imagination Mm -hmm. what can i have this do how can this be useful right how can i market it right once you go past this imagination phase, mm-hmm. then you started a practical application and then production. So now they already have a chip in your hand. How can we have this chip do more? Everything starts you look in at mind. the Apple Watch. When the Apple Watch first started, it was an expensive watch. Didn't do much. Was no apps for it. Mm-hmm. Was no real technology in it other than, you know, the screen lit up and all of that. Battery life sucked. Mm-hmm. Now you look at Apple Watch Series 5. Got a cardiogram, a cardiograph in it. It can call your doctor if you're having arrhythmia. It can reach directly to your. You know how when you get nervous and you, they call it the butterflies in the stomach. Mm, the bubble guts. The bubble guts, <laughs> the butterflies in the stomach. But it's all started in your mind. So it's like it's something that I want people to to really think about because your mind can it can make you sick. Your brain can make you sick. You know it. it really? You know too much of the wrong thing can cause a big problem right so it's like let's start early you got to start somewhere everyone starts somewhere it's not just about your talent it's not just about building your empire but it's also about building you you have to start somewhere so even if it's something small small start telling yourself like you know what i no matter what I got this. Right. Make it personalized to yourself. Don't tell yourself something vague or anything like that. Make it personal. Make it for you 